Hey, you guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of Get a Clue with Lex and M. I'm M. And I'm Lex. And today we are joined by a very special guest. I know I say that every week, but this is truly a very special guest. We are joined by Bernadette King, professional psychic medium tarot reader and shamanic practitioner. Welcome, Bernadette, to the podcast. Ah, thank you so much, Lex and M. It's such an honor to be asked to be on your show. I yeah, thank you so much. It's just been so cool to have this full circle moment of Emily and I having met Bernadette in college and yeah. having her come back on the show uh, for the first time, but coming on the show to speak with us. We're really uh, blessed to have you here. Yes, we originally met Bernadette back in Gainesville when we were attending University of Florida and came to Bernadette to have a reading in January 2017. And uh, I remember that reading clearly. I remember her visit and I have a recording of it on my phone that I was like listening back to not too recently. And um, you you called a lot of shots. You, you really you saw some things in me and you definitely predicted uh, early steps, I think, for our next coming years and things that have now come to fruition. So definitely was a special experience and positive, um, of course, but so excited to be reconnecting. And would you start by just telling our listeners a little bit more about what you do as a psychic medium and kind of your day to day? Sure. So um, as a psychic medium and shamanic practitioner, really it just boils down to my job is to connect with my inner knowing, my gut instinct, my psychic self, my third eye, the all that is. I mean, there's, there's a list of, you know, labels that can go on for hours, but um, is to connect with that and help people find clarity on, you know, problems or they need solutions or they need direction. direction. They're just confused within themselves. And we all have times like that. Um, people assume because I am a professional psychic medium that I always know which direction to go. (laughs) Nothing could be further (laughs) from the truth. Um, But it's easier for, you know, someone else who's not invested in the outcome to help see what would be the best path for someone Mm -hmm. or the most likely path. And, you know, you mentioned predictions. Um, Um, I, I, I don't do a ton of predictions because without going down a whole rabbit hole, I'm a big believer in dimensions. So like, I believe we live in this dimension, but there might be different versions of us living in different dimensions. And when you really go to that place that I call it the psychic place. And again, without going down a whole rabbit hole of the science of psychic work and the science of psychic connection and that kind of thing, you can't always be sure that you're not jumping in a different dimension and watching an outcome, not in this timeline. I know that's way out there for people that just might be listening, you know, having something to do with psychic anything. They're like, Ooh, boogity boogity. It's almost Halloween. Yay. Um, But it it is people count on me to tell them important things and give them insight and clarity on really important things. Um, I've worked on missing persons cases. I've worked on murder cases and, you know, it can be as light as, you know, is he going to marry me? You know, and that's the last, which I'm not diminishing. My readings. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. Believe me, I'm 54 and single. I call my friends sometimes like flip a card and tell me I'm not going to be alone forever. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it can be as kind of in the moment as that, or it can be a murder or a missing persons case. So it can run the gamut. And um, I love what I do. I don't love what got me started in this, but I know it was my sacred path. And so I just am very grateful to do um, the work that I do, especially when two beautiful souls like you guys remember me years later, had a positive experience and asked me on your show, which I understand is going very, very well. So if you haven't um, subscribed to their podcast channel, you should do that right now, this very moment. (laughs) Because these girls are the shiz, so don't miss out. You're you're only hurting yourself if you don't subscribe to their channel. Don't do it. (laughs) Guys, listen to Bernadette, please. I know. (laughs) (laughs) This this show is part of everyone's spiritual healing, truly. (laughs) I love it. We all need it, sister, especially here, right? 
Absolutely. So yes. And I feel like too, um, maybe for someone that might be a little bit on the fence or not just sure what an experience would be like speaking with a psychic medium like yourself. I mean, Emily and I had such a positive experience. And I think you mentioned something really interesting where sometimes it comes from what is your purpose when, uh, you know, seeking out to speak with you. So what would you uh, suggest or, you know, maybe give a little insight into how someone could get started with uh, seeking a psychic medium? Well, I'm a big fan of looking at their reviews because just like there are a lot of, you know, listen, there are shysters in every business. Uh-huh. And I come from the place when I first started, I was fortunate enough to meet a gal that, um, introduced me to a thing called evidential mediumship. And what that means is that if you're not able to produce credible evidence that you couldn't possibly, possibly know about somebody like a case in point, and it's it's an example that I use a lot because it still kind of, I'm just like, holy guacamole when I think of it. I had a gal call for a reading and I just, her energy just hit me. I was driving to public, y'all. And I said, could you stay on the phone with me for a second? And she said, sure. And I pulled over and I said, ma'am, you want to hear from your husband who passed away? Yes, I do. And I said, well, I'm happy to set an appointment with you. I said, but I feel like he's coming through now. Let me check and make sure that this is who I am connected with. And I said, "Um, he's telling me that you used to cook him, make him a fruitcake, but not a traditional fruitcake with the candied fruit, like a Claxton fruitcake. She said, I have no idea what you're talking about. I said, okay. I said, he's showing me a round cake. It's a little bit darker on the inside, maybe a pink or a red, and it's got dark dots all the way through it. I don't, they, they might, I don't know what those dark dots are, but I don't think they're chocolate chips. She goes, oh my God. She said his favorite cake was a tomato soup cake with raisins in it. And I said, well, not to diss on your you know, husband or you, but that sounds like the most disgusting thing I can think of. But I said, you know, raisins are a fruit, man. It is indeed fruitcake. Anyway, we ended up being on the phone for over an hour. And so that's evidence, right? What is not, what is not evidence is if you go into and you see someone and they say, I just think you have a lot of potential and you're surrounded by love at this time by your angels and your ancestors right. We all are every minute of every yeah. day. Yeah. Now, if you can't tell me something like, you know, not, oh, and you know, I work in a college town and that's why I tell every person that comes in to see me, please don't tell me anything about yourself. It's not that I'm not interested in you or your story. Right. I just want us both to be able to be sure that this reading stands in its integrity. And I'm not, totally. you know, telling you BS or dovetailing off of something you've said. And the first thing, you know, people want to do is go, can you, can you connect with my grandma? Okay. Well now I know your grandma died. Well, if you tell someone else that they might be, they might go, Oh, she's with us today or she's right next to you. Mm -hmm. But if you can't say, I, um, I feel like there's a special thing with the color yellow in your grandma. Like I'm taken to her kitchen and I just see yellow everywhere. And in particular, I see these yellow curtains with pom poms. And then someone says, when I took sewing, when I was 12 years old, my grandma and I made a set of yellow curtains with yellow pom-poms. That's evidence. Yeah. And I'm not saying that people don't need a spiritual boost or a confidence booster or whatever, but then they need to hire a life coach. They don't need to hire a psychic medium. And let me just say that in the industry, the metaphysical industry, which is the quote unquote industry I work in, mediumship and only mediumship is about connecting with people, pets, entities that have crossed over. Mm-hmm. Psychic can be about, um, I had a girl call me one time. <laughs> She's one of my favorite clients. She said, oh my God, I'm supposed to leave the country in two days and I can't find my passport. And I said, well, I feel like it's in a box and it fell out of something and it's standing upright, shoved against the side of the box so you didn't see it. And I feel the box traveling. She goes, oh my God, I just took a bunch of my junk down to my mom in Miami. So sure enough, she had her mom go check those boxes. And sure enough, they found her passport. And she just picked up her pal. Her mom met her at the port and, you know, or the airport and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's psychic work. Um, yeah. But that can also be called remote viewing too. So anyway, long story short, get look at their reviews. 
Um, not everybody is going to have a perfect review. I've got one girl gave me a one because she thinks I was, you know, mean to her because I was like, no, I, I can't give you a reading the day before Thanksgiving at five o'clock in the afternoon. Sorry, no, I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then somebody else wrote something like, I told her two years ago, a bunch of stuff was going to happen and none of it happened. Well, I don't know what I told that girl and I don't know what she did to zig or zag to make it not happen because that, that's why I don't do a ton of predictive work is that, you know, if you see something for somebody other than even just the dimensions, people have all kinds of weird stuff that goes on in their heads. Like they could be afraid of success. So if you see them being successful, they could make every darn choice there is not to be successful. Or they might be those kind of people that if you're like, well, at the moment I'm not seeing this, they've got oppositional defiant disorder and defiance disorder. And even though it's yeah. not right for them or good for them, by God, you told them no, and they're going to do it anyway. Exactly. So <clears throat> I try not to do a lot of that, but kind of stay in the moment, the things that are really going to help people within the next six months or a year. And that's, that's a lot of what, um, a lot of what I do which is, you know, hey, I'm really confused about this, up to and including, I have a lot of graduate students come in and they'll be in their last year and I'll be like, they'll be like, well, I'm graduating in six months and I'll be like, and you are scared to death to tell people, especially your folks, you don't want to do what you majored in. And then they start crying. They're like, no, I don't. <laughs> and then, you know, you see them doing something else. Well, only they can find the courage to say, yeah, I know you paid for me to do this or this, or yeah, I know I'm in student debt for this or this, but my heart song, my, my spiritual calling, meaning, you know, you can be a mathematician, you can be an accountant and it's your spiritual calling because you're helping the world with its currency, keep it moving, keep it flowing, keep it abundant. Um, and, and anyway, bottom line is a, a day in my life can be as simple as where is my passport, which I, you know, I don't charge for those kind of readings. And I, you know, I rarely do them. I only do them for clients that are like, you know, client clients, or it can be, um, my child has been missing for 24 hours and you were recommended to me by so-and-so and such and such, which I also don't charge for. Um, I never ever charge on murder or missing persons cases ever. I just can't bring myself to do it. I won't bring yeah. myself to do it. So, um, yeah, so that's it. Kind of kooky, but I've been doing it for 30 years. So, so cool. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's working because yeah, yeah. doing it for 30 years and clearly making an impact that people want to keep coming back to. So I love it. I remember that being a, a key thing from, Oh, hello. Special <laughs> <laughs> little cameo. <laughs> yeah. There's something about you guys' energy or voice my dog loves. She's been begging to get up almost since she <laughs> Oh, my gosh. She always, when I do Skype readings or sessions or meetings or whatever, she usually just lays down and snores and people are like, I'm like, it's not me. I don't yeah. have a breathing problem. My dog is asleep over here snoring. So, What's yeah. her name? Her name is Princess Hops. So hello to all of uh, Em and Lex's listeners. Yes, Princess Hops. Princess Hops. Send you her love. And her barks and any treats that you want to send her are greatly appreciated. Not totally. <laughs> All her way. I love Not that. Not sponsored by BarkBox, y'all. But I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That would be amazing. I hope you guys get sponsored by BarkBox. That would be, you should, yes. You should hit them up, y'all. You never know. You, you never, never know. know. That's true. Everything's exactly. worth a phone call. Yep. That Absolutely. cold email. I love it going back to everything you're saying there and, you know, working in this industry, as you said, for 30 years, like, I'm just glad our listeners get to hear from such a, like, professional and someone who really in your heart, like, just loves to do what you do. I think it, like you said, it's a myriad of different cases, but you, you know, like, bring your best self to each one. I think that's what makes your, your reading so special. But would love to also just hear more about like what inspired you ultimately to carve out the spiritual path for your life and help others along the way. And what have been some of those defining moments? Sure. So, um, thank you for, uh, I, I don't remember the exact words you just used cause you know, 54, but <laughs> I, I really thank you for recognizing a professionalism and it's, a. I mentioned the word integrity a little bit earlier, but it truly is an integrity that I have created for myself. 
because there are no rules. There are no laws. There, there's nothing that governs what I do. Yeah. Um, and it's important to me because how I got into it was my mom was killed in 97. She was admitted to a hospital. They pulled the wrong medical chart, treated her on erroneous medical procedures based on a complete stranger's chart and induced a heart attack and it killed her. And there were so many other jackups by the hospital. It was just unbelievable. Well, we weren't a spiritual or religious family at all, which if I may, uh, if, if you could know the amount of people that call me in and I'll say this, Bernadette, how can I help you? And they'll go, hi, I'd like to schedule a reading. And I'll be like, why are we whispering? And you know, like, are they being held hostage and want to know if they're going to get out of the situation and don't want somebody to hear them booking? Like, um, what or why are we whispering? Well, I, I, I'm really, I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm like, girl, God can hear you. God, you might be whispering to me, but whatever God you believe in can hear you. So listen, can we, you know, so, um, please don't, please don't <laughs> let your religious beliefs get in your way of being open-minded because what, what you'll come to find with the truest practitioners is what we do is science. Everybody yeah. is psychic. Every living thing is psychic. That's science. It's proven. It's tangible. It's measurable. Now the degree to which we are psychic and what we can do with it, what we want to do with it. Well, that's a whole nature nurture conversation for another time. But, um, you know, faith is a different story. So I could even say our family just, we, we weren't faith people. We were just kind of people going along to get along, you know, single mom, she worked four jobs. We were just trying to put food on the table. So it just spun me. We, we had only ever had one other death in our family and I was very young and, you know, but my mom was my best friend. And so it just spun me and I'm a real hard headed person. So I just, I don't know. I wasn't willing to believe she was just gone. I'm like, how can a person be alive talking to you one day and just have disappeared the next? That makes no sense to me. Mm -hmm. So I went on a mission and that mission led me one very drunk night to like, you know, I don't even know how many shots of tequila in with a bunch of my besties who were doing their best to console me. And one of them says, she said, just like that, she kind of sidles up to me. She said, have you ever thought about seeing a medium? And I'm like, you know, I'm a fat girl. I wear extra large. What do you, medium? What are you talking about? <laughs> so she told me what a medium was. And I was like, no, but it's, that sounds kind of intriguing. So I'll go. And I spent the next year of my life traveling around the country, seeing every tarot flipper, spiritual advisor, psychic medium, clairvoyant, blah, 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 there was. And, you know, a lot of them, they, they could read their way out of the man paper bag, but um, there were some of them that told me things they could not ever, ever, ever have possibly known. For instance, my mom's, one of her biggest dreams in life was to just not have to work so hard enough and have even enough extra money that she could buy art supplies and she could paint along with that Bob Rossi guy on PBS and learn how to yes. oil paint. That's how poor we were, y'all. My mom couldn't even afford a canvas and some paints and she yeah. never had the time or whatever. Well, when that old boy told me that, he was the first one to tell me something that he couldn't possibly have known. But every one of them looked at me and said, you know, you're going to be a really well-known psychic medium one day. And I was like, <laughs> thank you. Goodbye. And <laughs> I wouldn't say that I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm well-known, but I will tell you that my websites are visited by millions of people a month from all over the world. And I do have clients from all over the world. And I just put out my own, um, Arc Animal Tarot and Oracle deck that won like all these industry awards and is one of the yes. best sellers, you know, in its first year of all time, blah, blah, blah. So <clears throat> it has gotten some notoriety, but you know, one day I decided, well, I just, I, I still didn't know. I still didn't know where she was and I still couldn't talk to her. I still couldn't hug her. And I thought, well, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. So that's when I took a class with this amazing lady, um, Maureen Eslitz, who unfortunately passed away at a very early age last year. Um, but she was the one who introduced me to classic evidential mediumship. And she is the one who set the bar for me about um, what clients deserve, what they, not that you're their judge, but, you know, think about the pain that you went through that you're still going through, you know, when people want to hear from 
grandma or mom or this person or that person or, you know, Fido or Fluffy, they're in pain. And anything that I could do to help someone ease that pain, I'm, I'm in. And it's the only reason I do what I do because it's a kooky business and, um, you know, it's an entrepreneurial business. I, I got to feed my cats. I got to feed my dog. I got to feed myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I know I'm in front of earlier college girls who come in, is he going to marry me? Um, but at that moment, that's the most important thing to them. And it really is important. Totally. And yeah, it's totally important. And if you just don't see them together or you see that this person is like, you know, I say a lot, I say this to a lot of girls. It's really interesting that, you know, listen, you, he'll follow your lead. He's not a, he's not a particularly strong man and you take care of everything. You make all the plans, you pay all the bills, you do all the, who doesn't want to find a soft place to land like that? And, mm-hmm. you know, have them rethink what they believe or they I don't know. I guess just they believe is good enough for them. That's cool. And it's even with the fellas too. You know, although I will say that 95% of my clients are women and only 5% are men. But at that moment, if that's the thing that wakes them up and, and lets them see that they would have made a mistake in that they, they would have accepted less than that's a lesson that transcends. That's an understanding and awakening that transcends that moment and maybe goes through their entire career. So let's say they're in the medical profession. You know, um, it may not, at some point, it may not be good enough for them to just be a nurse. And listen, that's a tough, hard job. But maybe they come along and they're like, you know what, I'm going to be a nurse practitioner or a this or a that. So the, the, the butterfly effect of things that can happen in a reading. Well, and you said it, that's, I don't, and it's not that y'all aren't special, but I probably read 4,000 people since I saw y'all. And so I don't remember, I remember your faces and your spirit and your energy, but I don't remember a dang thing I told y'all, but you know, those things that have come to pass in a couple of years, I've got to believe you were sitting in my office at that moment going, the heck is she talking? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get it all the time. So yeah. So yeah. So that's kind of how I got started, and it's why I've stayed in the business. And um, you know, I just so every single day, every day, I am blessed with the reminder that your life can be as magical as you want it to be, and it can be everything you want it to be. Not some things, not, you don't get everything you want. You got to take the good with the bad. It's not like that. It doesn't have to be like that. And I'm reminding that what I do matters. I'm reminded that what I do matters. And that's all. I think that's really all anybody ever really wants. You just know they're doing something, something that matters. You know, even if you are independently wealthy and you don't have to quote unquote work. I mean, you know, how many parties can you go to? How much, you know, time can you waste playing tennis before you want to do something that means something? Yeah. Right. You'd think anyway. So there you have it. Yeah. I I think helping people is just like in, in many ways, the key to happiness, you know, like you just unlock so much and it, it feels good to not be like in a, a selfish place that you can put that out and give others success too. I think that's amazing. Oh, well, I, I, I would agree with you. I find my greatest joy when people, especially when people have awakening, like I think, you know, I get asked a lot, the kind of the question you guys ask me, I get get asked a lot, but in my head, what I really boiled it down to is what I think what people are really asking me is what do you get out of it? Mm -hmm. And I would have to say that, you know, for 20 something years, I worked in the entertainment business. I managed child and young adult actors in Hollywood. And I probably would have been a lot better business person if I had cared if they ever booked a job on my own account. Now I cared if they booked a job because if you could see the excitement in those kids when they booked even one line in one commercial, it was just, oh man, it was, it was like Disney World every day, you know? It was just, yeah. but, but really over the years what I came to understand is I'm a human performance junkie. My, yes. I, I really jazz personally off of watching people become stronger, 
more confident versions of themselves. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times people will leave a reading and you'll have told them a thousand things that were so on the money that you could never have known. They don't remember that at all. But what they do remember is you showed them how they can believe and trust in their own intuition because if you could do it, they got to have some of that in them. Right. And the decisions and the, the actions that they take in their lives are just so deeply, deeply empowered that I like, I've got goosebumps even just thinking yeah. about it. And so that's really at the end of the day, um, because since you guys saw me, my, my practice has pivoted a lot to work with um, spirit total and power animals. And one of the reasons I think that I was called to do that is because it's pretty easy to believe you know, if you need to gather up strength in a situation and you learn how to visualize a tiger or an eagle or a horse or whatever animal means strength to you, it's a lot easier for people as an entree to their own power and their own strength and their own individuality um, to believe that an animal spirit guide is supporting them, which they are. But, but that's, that's a stepping stone to get them to understand at their core, they are a tiger. At their core, they are an eagle. At their core, they are a horse. We are all connected. That's not just a kumbaya that hippies that never shave sing. <laughs> it, it really is true. I mean, my God, we share DNA pairings with so many animals and plants in, in this world. How could anybody not think we're not connected at a molecular level? Again, a conversation yeah. for another time, but. So there you go. Awesome. Oh, thank you for sharing. And uh, that's such an interesting topic. I can't wait. I want to learn about that more. I'll have to, we'll have to circle back for another. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. You, you go ahead, Emily. Yeah. I, I lit up at that because I feel like Lex is, I'm pointing up because Lex is above me in the view, but <laughs> Lex's <laughs> dream is to uh, be like a, a talent agent and cast. And then what? Not my dream though. <laughs> Not my dream. You work in it. Yeah, yeah I was. I mean, so I, I shared that that feeling that you said when it's like when they book a gig and their face light up because I definitely was the liaison basically between the main agent and client at times or I would always be in those emails to learn. I mean, but then also to this year, I feel like it's been a year of learning and figuring out what I what I truly want to do within that industry. But yeah. So where, uh, where are you at now? Well, I'm, yeah, I'm in Florida, in Tampa area, Okay. Uh, and then Emily's in Jacksonville, but we were both based out of New York, like, New York. for this past year, and then just had to do, like, the mini retreat for yeah. pandemic uh, work-from-home right. situations. Yeah. Okay. So are you working in an, at a talent agency? I was. I'm currently on furlough, yeah. so, yeah, yeah, I'm basically doing that whole juggle, but then trying to like remind myself to take advantage of this time of like, you know, luckily I'm fortunate enough to have the support of my parents and then not trying to waste this time to explore other aspects that I think I was originally telling myself to give myself a year or two to take on. It's like now that I have the free time, it's like, okay, focus in on like this writing, you know, things like that. So, And what are you doing? I am, so I was also on furlough earlier in the year, kind of when it hit right in March and was just, you know, pandemonium. Um, But I since got my position back um, and I'm working remotely for my same job out of New York, just out of home in Florida. So. Is it a secret? Do we get to know what that job is? Oh, no. It's a, I'm a social media editor for um, Rent the Runway, a fashion company. Yeah. So we're. We and we so cool. we lived up that first year. I mean, we I felt the the Bernadette vibes because we like came there, we conquered, we excellent. And I think it'll it'll definitely get reconnected back, no matter where we go or what jobs are next. Um, it's been uh, it's been a fun year, and um, like Lex said too, just the avenues to opening up like our passion projects this year too has been a fun. Uh, fun like switch up of the timeline you know I, I connected to what Lex said about like oh I'll do that in a year or I'll do that in two years you know sometimes bringing the real stuff you love to the 
forefront of the equation has been, it's been a cool learning experience. So, well, let me tell you guys something. If I had a nickel for every client this year, that's called me and you know, say what you will about 2020, 2020 has uncovered, that's not even the right word. 2020 has allowed, has gifted, has blessed people in ways that might not be readily apparent, but in my business it is because my gosh, the people that have called me and said, well, my professional life just got blown all to a hell in a handbasket. You know, I might as well do blah, blah, blah. What do you think about this? What do you think about this? And I have, I have coined 2020 the year of the entrepreneur and the year of the, your, your dreams really are coming true because you're making them come true. I'll I'll think of a better social media tagline than that eventually. But but yeah, I mean, I would really encourage you guys to, you know, because like for you, Lex, that industry is never, ever going to be the same. No, and you're going to have to adapt and overcome. And I'm telling you now, it, it, something independent, entrepreneurial will be the way to go over time. And, you know, for you, Em, there will always be, if you're good at social media, you can write your own ticket because so many people are really bad at it and they get paid a lot of money and they don't know how to measure the returns and, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So rock on, sisters. Good I for know. you. Rock on. This is why you need to subscribe to their channel. You never know what you're going to learn. If you no, are listening to their podcast, you are not going to get a clue. You're going to be sitting in your house six months from now, not knowing when if you just listen to that podcast, if you just listen to Lesson <laughs> M, they could have shown you the light. They could have shown you the way. But no, no, no. You turned your back on opportunity. Don't do it. Don't do it. Guys, we couldn't put it any better than that. Like, clearly. I think let's leave everyone with that just like little peanut of joy. Um, And right after this, we'll come back from our mini break um, and back with more questions with Bernadette. Hey, everyone. Welcome back from the break. We are continuing our awesome, insightful conversation with Miss Bernadette. And just to, I guess, get back on this track of where we left off with 2020. What is some insight you can give to someone just to look at 2020 from a side of positive change? 2020 has done nothing if not put fear right in people's faces. Mm -hmm. Whatever that fear is or whatever those fears are, because certainly they could have been multiple fears. And It hasn't taken very much to spin people. It hasn't taken very much to people that thought they were pretty strong mentally, emotionally, you know, no, they're not. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that it's a good time for people to face the shadows, to face their shadow self, to face the shadows of the world, because by and large, people do not do that. But if you're willing to do that, if you're willing to face your fears, you know, look them smack in the eye. What you'll find is that it can lead to a life that you'd always dreamed of, but you, you, you copped out when you were younger mm-hmm. and you went down, you know, you zigged when you really wanted to zag for whatever those reasons were or are. And 2020 is the year of making people stand on their own two feet. Yeah. Now, there are a lot of people that can't do that. They've, they've never been taught to do that. They don't even know that they're supposed to do that or should do that or that's their way out, but it is. And that sounds like it has nothing to do with psychic anything, but it absolutely does because at the core of it all, it's about survival and thrival, right? That's what I call it. You can just survive or you can thrive. And... 2020, I think, has made a lot of people see, you know, if they thought they had it bad before, (laughs) this is what bad can really look like. Right. You see, I come from a generation where my mom and my grandma used to tell me about the depression. And I'm looking around going, nobody's roaming the streets hungry. Nobody's leaving their children on doorsteps in in the thousands, the tens of thousands, because they can't feed them. Like, it's it's been not so great, but it, it hasn't been that. It's not yeah, wartime. Yeah. It, in a way, it's not wartime. 
again, what this comes back to is by facing your fears, what you have to do is really go deep inside and you've got to say, okay, what do I want to do? What can I do? You know, if you are a mom and a dad, this, this time has either made your marriage or your relationship or partnership stronger, or it has made it where you've taken a good hard look at that person and thought, well, this has been all fun and games and you know, it's been nice and everything, but what if there were an even truer emergency? Well, if your partner or husband or wife or whatever folded like a cheap suit just because they got furloughed or lost their job for a little while, what would they do if you were diagnosed with cancer? What would they do if the, and they really had to hold the bag for, right? So I talk about these, you know, this, this, I could have directed the rhetoric on my answer to be all lighthearted and this and that, but psychic work really is about life and death. Mm -hmm. And at the moment, you know, when you're considering what do I want to do in the future, that's your life we're talking about. And every minute, I don't know if you, you're, you're young, but there's a fellow named Michael Landon that played Paw Angles on Little House on the Prairie and Little Joe Cartwright. He's real famous for years and years and years. And out of the blue, he was diagnosed with inoperable cancer, died at a very young age. And this quote that I saw, I was, I was about y'all's age, maybe a little bit older. Man, it just punched me right in my gut. And what he said was, if anybody had ever told me that from the minute you're born, you start to die, I would have made a lot of different choices. And that's really kind of a downer way to look at it, you know, but biologically, that is true. From the minute you're born, you're dying right there, however long it's going to take. And every minute that goes by is a minute you can never get back. And this year has really caused people to examine what's going to make them happy and what's not making them happy. And how do I move that out of my space? And I'll tell you the other thing it's done. Holy cow. For people in relationships that are maybe, well, we'll just use the T word toxic. Mm -hmm. I've never seen so many clients move exit stage right out of toxic relationships in my life. It usually it takes them time, like they've got to ramp up to it, they've got to try to reason it away, try to fix it, try to this, or they want to ignore it. But now when they like wake up, they're like, bye. And they're on to whatever life they're creating. So as as much as 2020 has been a challenge, really it's the world is dreaming a new dream for itself. Things are not being tolerated anymore that were being tolerated. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. That's a very, very good thing in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Have there been some overboard things? Yes, but there always will be, and there always has been. Yeah. You know, so what I would tell people is face your fears, yeah. realize that you have them, face them, and then get rid of them. And I promise you, on the other side of this, you will become some fierce kind of something, something, <laughs> something, something, something. I, you know, again, I know I sound like I'm all feminist pro, you know, girl power. It, it, and I am, but it's it really, I'm about people power, you know, regardless of what gender you identify with or don't or binary or not, you know, like I don't, a person is a person, a soul is a soul, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just watching in particular those so many women just be like, okay, I'm done. I've had enough of you. I've had enough of you. I've had enough of that. We're done here. Yeah. And then be like, why didn't I do this 10 years ago? Well, they're doing it now. And that's the important thing. Yeah. So yeah, face your fears, face your shadow self, fix it, heal it, move it out of the way, but get to what you really want in life because time is going to speed up. Time is speeding up as we ascend to different dimensions Yeah. and there's no time. There's no time. The world has got to be beautiful right now. The world has got to be healed right now. Do your share of that, not only for yourself, but for the rest of the world. But you see, that's how it works. Once you, once you create your environment inside it, everything that starts to orbit you will resonate with that vibration. Listeners, please be taking notes. I know. (laughs) 
like wear your notebook with yourself <laughs> yeah i hope everyone broke out their note journals and pens at the beginning yeah. of this i mean because that's there will be a quiz at the end <laughs> <laughs> pop oh, quiz God. no yeah. it's i mean speaking personally i know that resonates with me and it's just something that i mean and then listening to that too i don't know what your thoughts are on this but I feel like at times two people expect like this change to happen immediately. And I think it's, I'm, if, is that true that it's important to just understand that like sometimes these little changes are building up to something greater further down the line and it may not be apparent now, but maybe sooner rather than later it will like come into fruition. Like what are your, what are, what is your thought on that? I guess. I'm a big believer in, whatever you want to happen, intention is everything. So it can happen. <clears throat> a change can be immediate inside of you, but you may not recognize the significance of that until X, Y, and Z happens. And you look back and you see the kind of how everything rolled out, right? Mm -hmm. But if you want change to be immediate, really whatever you want, you can pivot at any moment by setting your intention. And people will call that like the law of attraction or they'll call it, you know, they got a million names for it. <clears throat> but thoughts are things, <clears throat> pardon me, thoughts are things. And there's a, a big belief that when you say it, speak it, feel it, think it, it, it then becomes a thought form which does manifest in the physical. So when I talk to people about that, or I teach about, about that, people are always like, yeah, well, either I'm not good at that or it's complete BS because I, you know, I've been trying to manifest getting out of debt. I, that's such an open-ended, okay, what does that mean? You've, you've been manifesting that. Okay, so you've been saying your mantras or you've been saying your affirmations every day. It doesn't, it, it doesn't matter what you say, it matters what you feel. So when I say the spoken word, the thought, the this, the whatever, realize it's all driven by emotion. If that emotion, that true belief is not there, it doesn't happen. Y'all, let me tell you something. I'm 54 and in my lifetime so far, I've managed child and young adult actors in Hollywood, been a a master level acting coach. I owned a topiary manufacturing company that manufactured topiaries and sold to Lowe's and Home Depot in like 32 different states around the country. And now I'm a professional psychic medium who owns a publishing company and websites that get millions of people a year to them and just publish my own award-winning deck. That's kind of a kooky life, don't you think? But, cool. <laughs> but it's because I took a wild hair at every turn and that's what I wanted to do and so I did it. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I didn't take my lumps. I'm not saying that the times weren't hard. I'm not saying I didn't work hard. I'm just saying that, I mean, you know, people do some of the strangest things in this world and are very successful at them. And they do some of the most normal average things and are very successful at them. Not like there's really a normal or an average, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So the long answer to your short question is yes, it can be like that if you want it to be. Um, but it doesn't have to be that way. Now, the caveat to that is that, you know, when I was y'all's age, I just thought I knew everything about everything. I'm a triple Scorpio, smart mouth, <laughs> nasty temper. Oh my gosh. But, but the drive and ambition that I had made up for it. Mm -hmm. and so when people used to say to me, when Older people used to say, you got to pay your dues, you got to this, you got to that. Why? And so when I would make it, quote unquote, or be successful at a, at a, like a, you know, some kind of benchmark place in, in the entertainment industry at a much younger age or not having the connections, there's no nepotism with me. I don't know, dang person in Hollywood when I started. Um, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel that to my core. Oh my yeah. gosh. I was yeah. used to sit here and sing like country girl can survive, you know, cause yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing will make you feel more country come to town than to go to Hollywood. Right. But, yeah. um, I, I used to sit there and think, nah, see what I did. And if I'd have listened to you, I'd have been X number of years down the road. 
But what I wasn't thinking was I had paid my dues, just not in the way that I had imagined that they meant. So whatever you want today, you can have today, as long as you're very clear with yourself in the universe about what you want. Now, are you going to have a pot of gold show up in front of you today? I don't know. Did you ask for a pot of gold? <laughs> what, Not what today. Because <laughs> when you just randomly say, well, I just want to be out of debt, what, what does that mean? Yeah. What are the specifics of that? And see, all that dovetails back to evidential mediumship. Specific communication yields specific results, yeah. period. So that's what I would advise people is that, you know, I... You know, I had the, I'll I'll just tell you real quick. um, I had the good fortune one time to be engaged to a fellow, African-American fellow, who grew up in New Orleans with a mom who had five different children by five different husbands or five different men. Um, Drugs in the family, his mom prostituted. I mean, he had shaken baby syndrome. So there was a stint in his head from the time And he grew up to put himself through college, get his master's degree, and he became the police chief of Berkeley, California for 20-something years. His name is Dash Butler. Um, He's deceased now, unfortunately, liver disease, uh, kidney disease. But I always looked at him, and I always used to think, and it's not because he's African-American. He could have been pink with purple polka dots. I don't care. I come from abject poverty. Now, my mom was a saint for sure. But if I can do it and he can do it, and I've known other people, if they can do it, everybody can do it because we, we, you know, certainly his circumstances were, I mean, there was every statistic that should have made him a 'er ne'er-do-well or maybe not an achiever like that. Mm -hmm. But even with brain damage of, of a kind, he was able to achieve things And did it take him a while to get there? Of course it did, but he did it very early on. And once he got there, he stayed there. That's the other part of the equation. Once you're there, whatever there is for you, how long do you want to stay there? Yeah. Or do you want to go to the next level? Or, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's your choice. You have the divine right to live life on your own terms and to live life the way you want to live it. Now, that excludes being a jerk that excludes you know hurting other people the planet animals your karma (laughs) and just to say a note about karma since i'm on it i don't believe karma is outside of us i believe karma is inside of us i don't think there's such a thing as the universal police sitting there writing tickets (laughs) I, i don't think that's true i think that every soul is perfect But when we're spirits, we're in this body and our soul is always our perfect soul. Our our soul that comes from a place of divine love is always sending messages to our spirit. Say, you know, do what you want for whatever reasons you want, but you know, it's wrong. You know, it's bad. You know, you're a jerk. Mm -hmm. So I believe that we don't even, with the karma that we create, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. We know we're doing bad things. We know we're making bad choices. We know we're hurting others. And so we design, not even seeing it in our conscious, subconsciously we create these scenarios where everything we think, feel, say, and do is designed to punish ourselves because we know we're doing wrong. And I can mark it every time, every single time, especially with the clients that come in and they've been cheater, cheater, bow beaters. That's my favorite is when clients come in and they want to know about their marriage. And I'll say, well, I know you're seeing one other person other than your husband and your, or your wife, but really what I'm seeing is two and one person is seeing like eight. And, and it shocks them every time because they only want to talk about what the partner did wrong or the yeah. partner is or isn't doing. And I'm like, well, let's start with you first. <laughs> and I swanny every time they'll come back in six months later and their life is just a big poo storm and it's due to them. Then I've watched it. So there you go. I know heavy duty for a podcast, but you know, 
Hey, we're getting no. a clue. It's it's that's part of the process, truly. It's really, yeah. Well, yeah. Listen, the thing is, is I mean, you girls, there's no way being who you are, I absolutely know that your listenership are people of substance. They're people who want to know the real deal. Like, you know, if they want to know, you know, fliffy flighty stuff, they can go to somebody else's podcast, but you guys are just so uh, authentic and heart centered. Of course, that's going to be the vibe and the trajectory of your listenership. They're, they're going to create things like that. Thank you. You know, so I figured let's get real. Exactly. Get yeah. real. And no. I, yeah, and you brought up a point I think that a lot of people are can be fearful of. I know myself too is looking at yourself as like, you know, you could be a source of this issue that could be happening. I feel like a lot of times right. it's easier to want to put a blame on something else or look to something else as to like, why is this happening in my life? You know, that may be affecting me in a negative way. It can't be me. It's something else. But I feel like that's really important to sometimes it takes that moment to look to your inner self and say, okay, you know, maybe, maybe this decision or this energy I'm putting out isn't totally going to contribute to this end goal that I want of mine and serving me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's an important takeaway for a lot of people to have. Yeah. And I would um, add to that, that we are always at the core of everything that's going on in our lives, good, bad, or indifferent. Mm -hmm. You mentioned the B word, the blame word, man, people always want to play that game, the blame game. It serves no purpose whatsoever. But when we realize that we are the CEO of our own life, we are the art director, we are like, you know, give it a name. That means that every single solitary thing you say, think, feel, and do matters. And if something isn't working, bet that you're part of why it's not working. And that could be, that could be this. You have a lot, you know, listen, my business revolves around money, relationships and jobs right mm -hmm. and when people especially in relationships xyz isn't working i'll i'll ask spirit to send me the message of the defining moment when they knew before they committed to that person this was going to be a problem and it's right every time yeah. Now, what would they have done with that information if somebody had been in their face going, hey, get a clue? Yeah. When you saw the red flags as green flags, that's definitely, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, and there, we're always looking for flags in other people, but we rarely look in flat. We, wear, we rarely look at the flags in ourselves. And I'll, I'll tell you something very personal. So, um, I've been married twice. I've been engaged a whole bunch of times. And I, you know, when in my younger years, I dated like it was a hobby. Okay. And, uh, you know, all my friends, a lot of them used to look up to me. And my sister, who's my North Star, used to say to me, you've got a problem. You've got a problem. You've got a problem. You've got a problem. Because I always used to say I would be so frustrated. Why am I just orbited? Now, not all of them were like that, obviously. Um, but man, I was orbited by weak men, men who kind of wanted a mommy figure, man, that used some like, I, cause I was like, you're a mama's boy, you're this, you're that. You know. All my sister would ever say is you got a problem. You got a problem. <laughs> so over the years when people have told me I have control issues, cause I do. And I think, I think smart people, all of us do, mm -hmm. you know, especially entrepreneurs. Of course we do. We've got to have control issues or how good is our business going to be, right? Mm -hmm. And if you don't have control issues, really how good is your life going to be? Mm -hmm. So one day I was sitting around thinking, and it was like somebody whacked me right upside the head. And I called my sister and I said, you know, all these years you've been telling me I have a problem with relationships regarding mama's boy. She said, yeah. I said, well, I finally figured it out that I have never trusted men. And so if I'm not if I'm not the head of things, if I'm not the one in control, if they don't give up control, I'm not interested. Mm -hmm. I'm just not interested. And that dovetails back to the dad, the divorce, the craziness, you know. Yeah. It might, I don't know. It could, it could dovetail back to anything. But the minute that I realized that I had attracted 
purposefully attracted those kind of men only to disdain them later because I weak people irk me yeah. over time. I've got all the compassion and empathy and sympathy in the world. But if you want to live that same story over and over and over again until my ears bleed, mm-hmm. I, you need to go Peace move out. on. Yeah. Move along. <laughs> Um, move along to someone who will buy into your woundology. It ain't me. So yeah. it, it turned me into a different woman, not person, but as a woman moving forward with what I want in a partnership, what I will attract, what the, it, I, I, it was, it was a Gloria Estefan moment. Y'all I turned the beat around yes. Oh, and, yes. Uh, and, and I thought, oh my God, I've spent all these years, blah, blah. I had to let that go because those years are gone. So yeah. the long answer to your short question is yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but start inside. And, you know, listen, how many of us have that kind of insight at y'all's age? I'll tell you, y'all's generation. You guys are like, when I was your age, I just wanted to, dress like Cindy Lauper and Madonna. Yeah. I mean, um, I still kind of do or like, yeah, you know, right. <laughs> like I really that's want disco move. to come back. Like, please. Yeah. So oh, please. Yes. It, it'll come back. Big discos never left. If you were in a big city somewhere, you could find a disco somewhere. Yeah, you really. could find, you know, all the gay men with a mirror ball. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> Cause those are the funnest dang places to hang out. Yeah. So, um, you guys are willing to do the inner work and you're willing to take the personal responsibility and see, that's where it all stems from is if you take personal responsibility, you've got to commit to being strong and you've got to commit to showing up for yourself every day. That's hard. Y'all that's hard. It is. And it is, but it can be easier than you imagine if you, make it so it doesn't have to be a fight uphill a battle uphill it doesn't have to be that Mm -hmm. because you guys are so smart and you use your intuition so much more than my generation did or even your parents generation um you'll you guys know better when to zig instead of zag and you do it more often Mm -hmm. so that's how i know that is the thousands of readings I do a year, I've got a very unusual data set to pull from and make no (laughs) mistake. I, I keep track of the lessons that I learn or the threads or the currents, the behavior, the verbiage, the lingo, the ever, I keep track of it because it's fascinating to me. I, well, I would guess, and with social media, you're learning about all that stuff, right? Like consumer behavior and yeah, no, I, I mean, that creepy what you can know about somebody. Yeah, no, it's, it's cool. It's, I think that's what makes it so fun, you know, on the side of like doing it for a brand is you really get to storytell to like, of course, bring a product into someone's life and like connect emotionally with what it means to them. Getting dressed is really easy because it can be, you know, the way you kind of show the world who you are and like, uh, put that energy out there. So, and personally, I connect with that a lot, but on the same you know, and two, just learning how people use social media to like connect with each other and sometimes be really negative and then other times be really positive. It's super, um, super insightful. And the pots taught me a lot with that too. So cool. No, I mean, we hit on so many points there, but, uh, you know, just so much, you know, I think fabulous things to learn and our listeners, like we said, bring out the pen because it's time to jot all this down. Um, but I think let's wrap with just like, you know, clue us in, bring us back to, you know, connecting with your higher self. You know, we talked a little bit about using this year of kind of working through your fears, facing your shadow self and like what those kind of characteristics can look like. But how do you keep an eye out for where your spirit guides are telling you to go or like where that path is and what are some key ways you can connect with that higher version of yourself? Pay attention to the synchronicities. Yeah. Stop, stop telling yourself that's a coincidence. That's a coincidence. That's a coincidence. That's a coincidence. You know, listen. I love connecting with, I, I'm probably <laughs> too much. I'm like 11, 11. We're here. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. That is the biggest thing I would say is be open to recognizing that synchronicities aren't coinky dinks. And at some point, even a mathematician will go, that's a pattern. 
Um, I do a thing on YouTube. I started doing these daily readings with my, with my cards and I, I wish I'd started doing this five years ago. I'd be rich and famous. I don't really care about, <laughs> I don't really care about being famous y'all. I really don't. I, like I, the opposite is true. Every day I do these readings. I'm like, Oh, um, but, but they seem to be very helpful for people and just the sheer volume of like messages that I get, emails that I get, people connecting with me all over social media yeah. because they're like, you know, well, two days ago it was the Bluebird um, who is the three of swords in my deck. And it's a heavy card. It's like three swords piercing a heart. And there's just no way to sugarcoat that. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, I, I must have gotten a hundred emails, messages, whatever, about people that have either pulled that card the night before or they knew they were headed into the weekend with some heartbreak or whatever. And they, uh, one lady sent me pictures of her journal that she's been keeping. Uh, you know, I love to tell people to journal. I wish I did it myself. I don't. I love it. Yeah. it. It's the best thing you can do for yourself, honestly. I, I guess because I do so much in print anyway, I kind of consider all my online stuff my journal. Mm-hmm. Totally. But, yeah. Yeah. But if you um, check out the What Is My Spirit Animal, um, and yes, that's a shameless plug, but it really is very helpful. The daily readings can help because I tell so many stories of different readings and different synchronicities and, you know, how people can do this and do that. Um, You know, opening to their higher self is really nothing more than trusting your gut. Your gut will never lie to you. You can, you can consciously make all the choices you want to go against it. But when you still have that same oily feeling or uneasy feeling, I, oh my gosh, people's lives could go so much better, so much faster if they would just pay attention. And it can be hard because we want what we want. Mm -hmm. I understand that. Scorpio, triple Scorpio. My tagline is I desire. You're dang right I do. Yeah. And that's what I would tell them. You know, I know a lot of other people would say, well, you know, you've got to meditate. Oh, please. (laughs) Meditate. That's like a whole different subject for a whole different purpose for a whole. I can't have that conversation with people. I no. can't because it's not, it can be much simpler than that. Does a really good meditation with a really solidly set intention, does that, can that help? You betcha, but not until you can understand what meditation means for you and Completely. what meditation works for you. That's a, yeah. again, that's a whole, that, that's not, I'm not an, I'm not an expert. I am not a subject matter expert in meditating. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. I know. I love that. I think people, you know, we have a, an audience that I think loves uh, the content wherever they can get it. So being able to, to check you out on YouTube as well and get a, you know, IRL digital view of connecting with your readings and, you know, seeing your cards and being able to, to just have that daily moment could be really helpful. So definitely check that out guys. Well, if I may just very quickly say, it's really a testament to what can happen when you're authentic. So I'm 54, I'm chunky, um, and it's not like I was a model in a former life, right? I I do okay, I hold my own, but I'm not the atypical YouTube success story. And, you know, I'm close to 5,000 subscribers only in a matter of a few months. Amazing. Amazing. Well, you know yes, I have built up my newsletter and, you know, yes, I know how to market and that kind of thing. And, um, yes, but the point is, is that people are following me and subscribing like 90 to nothing because what the messages that are being delivered from the animal allies, from spirit, they're authentic, they're real. And my gosh, people now more than ever in history, people are absolutely resonating and they can tell and they'll turn on you like rabid dogs. If you try to get one of them, <laughs> mm-hmm. so don't do it. You're not don't fooling anybody it. and they're going to eat you up and spit you out on social media. And I can't No, <laughs> I the can't cancel culture that. of it all. Yeah. yeah. I'll be calling you. Em, I need to hire you. I need a brand <laughs> ambassador. <laughs> no, be your, no, I, I mean, you, you've done it. You've shown us it. It's just, you got to be your best and truest self, uh, always comes back to that. 
and it's how people are going to connect with you too, which I think we did a lot of today. Um, thank you so much for coming on and just sharing your story and your practices and like your day to day. I think people are just going to love this episode and it's just been so much fun to, to reconnect. Uh, well, the honor is all mine, ladies. Thank you. And I'm so proud of you. You're doing your thing. Good for you. You're helping people and you're Thank making you. your dreams come true. I'm just so proud. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bernadette, please uh, let our listeners know the best ways to find you, connect with you. Uh, where can we find Bernadette? Yeah, right. So you can find me at whatismyspiritanimal.com. You can find me on my YouTube channel, channel, What Is My Spirit Animal. I think the URL is like, What Is My Spirit Animal Totem or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on Facebook at The Ark Tarot. If you just look up The Ark Animal Tarot and Oracle deck, especially if you love animals or you're just getting into tarot or oracle, then this is the deck for you. No joke. Yes, that's a shameless plug, but the magic that's happening with people that are getting this deck, they're like, I've bought 200 other tarot decks and I could never read. And this has just allowed me to do. And it's, you know, so it's working. Um, and you know, I don't hide my own personal profile cause that's part of my authenticity. And you can find me under Bernadette Carter King on Facebook. Um, I'm not a Twitter person. If you're a Pinterest person, you can get the daily card flip on Pinterest, but the videos of the extended versions are on my YouTube channel. So Awesome. check it out and yeah. I'll be more than happy to welcome you into my wild ones pack Amazing. yes we will have everything linked um in our bio and on our instagram when this episode is live so be sure to check it out um and go comment on bernadette's content and say get a clue sent you <laughs> yes do please that'd be great Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. Well, I know I got a clue. Emily, I think you got a clue. I so many clues. Got a clue. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, have a great rest of your weekday. Whenever you're listening to this, just be well. So thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and thank you, Bernadette, once again. Everyone yeah. have a great night. Thank you so much.